0: Okay. Here we are. Here we are. So <laughs> so this is Brown, Burndown. brown Burn is Down. Brown Burndown. The Brown Burn The Brown.
1: Burn. The Brown. Burn. This the
0: brown. is Brown Burn Down. Burn down. Burn down.
1: The brown burn, <laughs> burn down. <laughs> <laughs> burn down. <laughs> Episode fifteen. Episode fifteen. Happy Halloween. Happy
0: Halloween. Wow. I I guess by the time this episode's out,
1: Halloween will already have come. It will be December by the time this (laughs) episode's
0: out. Oh my gosh, this is our 15th episode. That's so exciting. That's
1: half of 30. It
0: is half of 30.
1: I think it's pretty impressive that we found like 15 things about brown people in pop culture to talk about.
0: Yeah, and on like more than once monthly basis, I think that's like really awesome. It's good ads. Also,
1: it's good odds. Um <laughs> Also, I am so let's take a moment to shout out Rabs, who has been doing this podcast while concurrently being a graduate student for almost a year now, and I've been doing it for two months, and we have recorded one episode in oh the time. No hard.
0: It, it is okay, so like- hard. It's definitely hard, but, like, this is, like, the most fun thing I do, so. That's true.
1: Me too, me too. Anyways, how you been? How's life?
0: We are still sadly separated by a massive time difference. Yeah. But that's going to change shortly, guys. Yeah. We have big things, big things planned.
1: <laughs> time zone-wise. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. Um, I just want to take a moment, another moment, to ask, nay beg, that you rate, review, subscribe <laughs> us. Because... Just beg it. Yeah, beg it. <laughs> Alright, it's a straight up beg. Um, because we know that you guys listen and we appreciate it so much. But mm-hmm. also we want other people to be able to find us and appreciate us and allow us to appreciate you. So... Yeah. So speaking of power dynamics, I saw this thing on subtle girl curry, subtle curry girl traits. Yeah. I think you probably saw it too, but it was like someone tweeted this and then shared it and it was like, it goes, take your husband's last name, oh my God, I take his this. first name, take his social, assume his identity, hide the body in a closet. You're the husband now. <laughs> I love that
0: so much. That I love it.
1: Yeah. So love anyway, that it. spoke to me.
0: Um, if you guys have not... If we haven't plugged Subtle Curry Traits enough, <laughs> this is our plug for it. Go check it out. And even better yet, Subtle Curry Girl Traits is wonderful. I think Subtle Curry Girl Traits is better than Subtle Curry yeah. Traits. Because it doesn't get the like garbage on there. Um, so some of the stuff on it is kind of really sad. But it yeah. feels so... It's so moving to see it and realize that other people are going through like literally the same thing you are, too. So...
1: Yeah, it's like Pantsuit Nation, but catered to brown girls. Brown girls, yeah. So, let's get started. It's
0: been a couple weeks. since our last episode. Um, In case if you haven't listened to that episode yet, go check it out. Um, It is a wonderful episode that kind of recapped all the crazy stuff that was happening over the summer. Um, And we spent a lot of time talking about... Uh, the white savior
1: complex Mm -hmm. which we're
0: actually going to get back into later on today in this episode when we're talking about the royal family
1: Um, surprise surprise there's more than one episode's worth of white saviors
0: (laughs) yeah who would have thought i wonder how many more we're gonna have to do but we're back (laughs) (laughs) we're on the same thing so we like to start our episodes off with lies we told, um, sadly, or not sadly for us, none of you emailed us with the lies <laughs> that we told, so we're in the clear again, Tars.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know,
0: I think we might have maybe said Jamila's name wrong, but then I'm pretty sure we corrected it, so, yeah, I, I feel like we said, we called her her name that's on the good place, not oh, her actual name. that's bad. But then I think, pretty sure we corrected it, but I don't know if we edited it out or
1: not. So. Sorry, Jamila. Because she's Tahani Al Jamil on the Good Place. I think we
0: called her Jamila Al Jamil. And her name is Jamila. Jamila Jamil. Jamil.
1: That is confusing, though, I will say that they gave her her last name with an all at the beginning. Yeah, no, definitely they were trying to mess with us. Ooh, that's a good Halloween costume.
0: Oh, that's a great costume. Do you have, like, a long dress?
1: I do have a long dress.
0: Just wear a long dress.
1: And get bangs. And give
0: a go-cut bangs. Great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in. Tars, I've been kind of thinking about maybe, should I get bangs?
1: I feel like one should never get bangs. (laughs) Okay, no. I think... The answer, no matter who you are, is always no. Just no. Yeah. Big things.
0: (laughs) Let's move on to thoughts from our friends. Our favorite segment. Yes. So let's start off with the TARS. Tell us what one of your friends said about our podcast and his dreams. Okay. Yes. I think it's great that you're telling your graduate school friends about our podcast keep
1: doing it. Yeah. Anyways, so um, <laughs> one of my friends, um, I think uh, we were all listening to one of them together, one of our episodes together. Aww, cute. Uh, I didn't think anything of it. And then yesterday, this one of the, my friends came up to me and he was like, you were in my dream last night. And I was like, okay? And he was like, actually, no, it wasn't you. It was your podcast. Your podcast oh, was in my dream yeah. last night. It was like playing in the background <laughs> of my dream. And it was like just talking about like race and representation in Western media. And like, it was like the backdrop for my dream. And I was like, love it. Oh my best God. dream ever. We're inceptioning <laughs> people
0: now. Yeah. The next, okay, I love that thought from our friend. Um, I'm going to follow that up with the second best thought from our friend or equally best thought oh. from our friend comes from our devoted fan and listener of literally every single episode, Rachel, who sent us mail, fan mail, all the way from across the Atlantic Ocean to celebrate our 10th episode, and it sadly sat in my mailbox for (laughs) six months, and now I'm telling you all about it now. Um, And we just want to say that she's a true fan.
1: She is. (laughs) <laughs> like okay this no inception loses this is the best thing that's <laughs> ever happened to us you are our number one fan if we get swag you'll be the first to you'll get one first, with yeah, your
0: name sure. on the back oh my god dude we gotta make swag we just gotta do it we just okay. gotta <laughs> okay so rachel you rule. you rule um then a couple of side thoughts from friends so one of our listeners, new listener, Cat, she listened to our Mindy Kaling episode, <laughs> and she just wanted to uh, make it known that she thinks Catherine is a great name. Um, and I guess
1: we're sorry for, for no for the hate. Yeah, sorry for the offense. I agree. We know many Catherines. We do know many. They Catherine. have great names.
0: We love you, Cat, too. Thanks for listening. The last thought from our friend is from our resident fact checker who has literally not been listening to any of our episodes, my sister.
1: But she also has bigger priorities now.
0: Yeah, true. She's also now in the grad school mode. So, um, she basically, if you guys follow the New York Times, um, cooking Instagram page, they were posting a lot of Diwali recipes, which also happy oh. Diwali for everyone who's oh, yeah. celebrating. Happy Diwali. Um, yeah. Yeah. But they posted a bunch of the Lali recipes over the weekend, and a lot of the recipes on there were, like, not by Indians. To their credit, a lot of them were mm. by South Asians. Like, Priya Krishna was on there. Mother Jaffrey had a bunch of recipes on there. I think Padma Lakshmi also had a couple of recipes on there. Um, and then the rest are just, like, by, like, people interested in Indian cuisine, but, like, who call, like. Spice curry powder like you know what I mean like it was very what? like general like it was like Indian spiced potatoes and like what yeah and some of those recipes are so my sister basically she sent this to me she's like this is kind of problematic it's like the same thing with like yoga you know like all the like variants of like yoga like goat yoga beer yoga oh my god yeah um, you know what I mean it's like beer
1: yoga <laughs> beer yoga it's that a thing. thing
0: it's just not ideal
1: yeah, that's not great, especially because it's a religious holiday. Like, if it's, like, yeah. if it's, like, a, I don't know, like, a India Appreciation Day, like, sure. Yes, Like, exactly. tell us how, like, you totally. appreciate India. But it's a religious festival, and if you don't, clearly don't celebrate it, or it's not culturally relevant to you, then it feels, like, appropriative.
0: Yeah, I so agree. And I'm sure that a lot of those recipes were great. I'm sure all of them were great, for the fact that they were on this page. Yeah. It's just, like... It's pretty annoying to see that.
1: I do wonder if it's also, like, a lot of Indian recipes are, like, catered for different taste profiles or, like, Mm -hmm. flavor profiles. And so they were like, well, these are, like, Indian potatoes that, like, white White. people would like. Or, like, Americans would like. I don't know. That's that's... true.
0: That's so true. Maybe there is a nuance there. But isn't that that Priya Krishna's whole thing? Yeah.
1: Like, she's, like, providing a medium grown yeah
0: exactly she's there for that like they could have featured twenty. i think they had 27 recipes on there they could have featured 27 of her recipes you know or like why, why did they it need to be 27 yeah exactly right like that the doesn't mean anything the five by her and mother Jaffrey. like yeah yeah just not ideal not yeah. ideal so all right that those are thoughts from our friends thank you guys for sending us all those thoughts we really appreciate it Um, so lingering thoughts, which like, I think we've kind of already done some lingering thoughts Mm. with our thoughts from our friends.
1: Okay. So, this was really, really sad. This happened probably, um, about a month ago, actually. I think it maybe happened right after we filmed our last episode, um, recorded our last episode. But, um, there was a sheriff in, um, a a Texas sheriff's deputy who is uh, an observant Sikh, um, and he was in the news a little while ago because he was granted permission to wear his turban and beard while he was on in uniform. So if you are from, sort of um, recognize that story, that's probably where um, was shot and killed uh, at the end of September. Um, in according to the Huffington Post, which uh, what appeared to be a peaceful interaction with the driver, um, and uh, his name was Sandeep Dhalwal uh, it, like, apparently was just a routine traffic stop, um, and he was, uh, shot in the head, in the back of the head, after yeah. he was walking away.
0: It, it sounded like th- there wasn't an altercation or anything, he was just Mm-mm. conducting, like, his day as normal, he talked to this guy before, and, like, based on the camera footage, it looks like everything was totally calm, like, nothing was hostile or, Mm-mm. you know, yelling or physical altercation before it happened, and...
1: Uh, uh, it makes me so sad it's just so so sad and uh it's just horrible because i do remember how that was a new story and it was like such an exciting story about like mm-hmm. like in texas like how amazing and then he was murdered like uh. which
0: also i mean i don't know i i think i read about it right around the time it happened i do remember not reading the word murder anywhere but like that's straight up what it was like he yeah. wasn't shot or targeted or anything like he was murdered that man who shot him was a murderer and i don't know i think the couple articles i did read about it they they did a really good job profiling his life and who he was and everything which i think a lot of it had already been done when he did become kind of like a well-known figure because of who he was um before this happened but um you're right it did feel like when I I don't I remember the sad part was not feeling surprised when I read the headline. Yeah. There's no good spin on this. No, there really isn't. And I don't know. It it's I think it this happened maybe um a couple weeks after Modi went to Texas. After oh. they had the like Hallie Modi thing in oh my Texas. God. Which is also really interesting because I think it just speaks to how big of an Indian population there is in Texas. Like, yeah, it's the South, and it's predominantly white, but there are a lot of minorities there. Um, and I don't know. Regardless of where it happened, it's wrong.
1: It should not have happened. And it's heartbreaking. And it just goes to speak to, like, that howdy mode stuff. It's like, oh, yeah. how hypocritical. Like It's so hypocritical. And
0: it also, like, goes into the fact that, like, yeah, all these Hindu Republicans or whatever, like supporting Trump because he does have this like very like anti-Muslim Muslim agenda. Um, ugh, white supremacists don't care mm. what your religion they're is. Not like, looking, yeah, they're, not, they're not asking questions. They're not asking questions.
1: <sighs> okay, well, hmm. we should move on because this is hard. But we did want to take a moment to, you know, um, to 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 talk about that. To talk about that. Um,
0: Kind of around the last time we made an episode two. I think we talked about it because it just happened while we were recording. Trudeau, um, his call—I think he was in college, right? Yeah. His like no, brown it was after. Face-
1: it. He was a grown ass adult. He was oh, like was in his late twenties. Cool, cool.
0: So <laughs> his, his brown face photos emerged. I think there was only one at the time. Yeah. He was at like an Arabian Nights theme party. <sighs> but. Two more came out after that. And then his election happened a few weeks later. And he won! And and he won. Which, I've had conversations with a lot of people about that. Because, first of all, yeah, like, he was running against, like, a super, like, Trumpy kind of guy. So, like, he was definitely the lesser of two evils. But this entire issue was just kind of thrown at him to try to knock him down as a political stunt. And then, like, whatever, we just move on from it? Like...
1: What? I think this is like the goldfish attention span of people. It's like the Harvey Weinstein thing. Did you see that? Yeah. Like, the it's it's the easiest thing, too. It's
0: so short-lived. People pay attention, get really enraged about it for like five minutes, and then whatever. It's like
1: it never happened. Move on. It's wild. Did everyone else, like, lose their minds? Write it down, people. Put a sticky note on your the wall worst. if you have to. Like, this is... Trudeau or <laughs> yeah. three Times. I'm putting it up on my wall. It's going <laughs> up right now. Like, jeez. He is not a liberal... Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't I know enough about Canadian
0: politics. Are. Yeah, neither do I. But... So, that's the disclaimer. Disclaimer <laughs> we don't that. We really know what we're talking about. But... <laughs>
1: objectively speaking, like, that's really bad. And the fact that he, like, obviously knew that he had done that not that long ago. And, like, in the thing, like, remember in the press conference? I think we talked about this when we last recorded. He was, like, someone was, like, are there any other instances? And he was, like, uh, like, I don't think so, but it was a long time ago. Like, I don't remember. Or something, like, very, like, flaky when obviously this was, like, a regular occurrence.
0: Yeah, it was a regular. Like, and they found three. Can you imagine how many more there are? Like, of course there's more.
1: This is, like, yeah. a thing that he did. He was, like, the brown face guy.
0: Yeah. There's just
1: no way you can defend...
0: Like, there's no way you can defend it. So, he's still a thing, guys. That's yeah. an update on him. Um, oh, do we want to get into the Jamila thing?
1: Oh, yeah. This was, like, worth speaking about just because, like... She was kind of canceled for a second. Also, my brother came to visit me recently, and he taught me about cancel culture, and it's very fascinating. Oh, really? Yeah, I'd love to hear about that. But basically, kids these days cancel people when they say something problematic. And so, Jamila was like briefly an icon. This is Jamila Jamil.
0: Body like body positivity, like she like really went there with that.
1: She really went there with that. She like took down like I want to say Kardashian, Kardashians. Yeah. like was like uh, very anti these like diet thingies that they're promoting. Um and so that was cool. But then did we talk about the Priyanka thing we did last yeah, week? Yeah, right? we did.
0: We talked about her a little bit last episode with kind of her like gray area knowledge on like Pakistan Indian conflict, yes. which like she's literally half Pakistani, half Indian. Um, and then, like, her defense for whatever she says or doesn't
1: say is that, like, she doesn't need to be an expert about everything. Sure. Yeah. Um, so she stayed silent on that, but then when Ellen was hanging out with George W. Bush, she was, like, and everyone was, like, Ellen is canceled, um... Also, people forgot about how awful George W. Bush was. Put another post-it for that. like, Yeah. <laughs> just, like, have a little collage on your wall. Yeah. Um, But she tweeted about... Yeah, she
0: was like, this is, like, this is, yeah, this is what, like, respect looks like. This is what kindness looks like. Like, it's two people who probably differ on a lot of things sitting next to each other. And people got mad at that because they were like, uh, like, do you not remember the war in Iraq and like all these other like horrible things Bush did as president and they called her out for it yeah and I think she to her credit she like listened to it and I don't know if she apologized but she like admitted that she probably shouldn't have said anything but then like dug herself deeper into a ditch by saying like oh like I wasn't taught about him in school much because like In England, we had our own mess of a prime minister. Yeah. I think she was referring to, like, Tony Blair. But, like, also, she was old. She was, like, 23 when Bush... She wasn't even
1: in school. Yeah. She wasn't in school. She was, like,
0: in college. So... Oof. Learning
1: today about the full extent of Bush's heinous presidency. We weren't taught much about him at school. We just heard he was stupid. We were dealing with our own epic nightmare of a prime minister back then. What a monstrous leader. I now understand the rage. Like, girl. You definitely Girl. knew who George W. Bush was and what he was doing. Yeah. Also, because he and Tony were in cahoots. If you knew what Tony yeah, was up you know to, Tony you knew was what Bush doing. was up to. Yeah, and
0: so then, and then basically, this is like a huge tangent, but the extent of this, like this debacle for her, basically ended up with her and this white guy who dug through her Twitter and found all these <gasps> tweets from I when she was about in this. college. And she's referenced she's referenced George W. Bush. She's referenced the war in Iraq. She's referenced like, Tony Blair. And like she her point was like, she defended herself saying, like, "I had other things to worry about as a brown female. Like you white man, like had nothing to worry about, so you had time to like read the news. And what? Stuff. And he's like, "Well, then, why'd you tweet about it? Yeah. This? anyways. The point being, like, Jamila, like, you gotta work on your, like, strategy a little bit. (laughs) Hire
1: someone for PR.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Not her best work.
0: I don't know, it's kind of, it's very hypocritical, because she, on one hand, like, with the Priyanka thing, she, like, chose to stay silent and defended herself for that, because she doesn't need to, like, stick her nose into everything, right, just because, like,
1: she doesn't have the knowledge. And then here,
0: she obviously doesn't have the knowledge, and then chooses to stick her nose into it, like.
1: Yeah, um, like, you can't have it both ways. Okay,
0: well, those are our lingering thoughts, so yeah. should we move on to our favorite section, even though I said all the other sections <laughs> were our favorite section? Okay, this is our, um, our legacy section. Favorite. <laughs> legacy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't call it our
1: favorite section,
0: but we have to update you guys, because it would not be a true Brown Burndown
1: episode oh.
0: without... Nick
1: Yonka. It would not be. If two, we were together K-19. for Halloween, we could have done Nick and Priyanka. I could have done a good costume? Nick. costume?
0: Yeah. You would have been Nick? I would, I would have, have been Priyanka?
1: Nick. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you yeah, think yeah. so? I think so. <laughs> I think I would have done a great Nick and you would have done a great Priyanka. Thanks, Tarz. I, also I,
0: think, think, I, I, could, I think I could have done it. I would have just said like a like lot and like, <laughs> yeah, I think I could do it. You could be Nick. You got
1: this. I think I got Nick.
0: Yeah, Oh, that would have been great couples costume. I also feel
1: like you have a sari that's really pretty. That like really? the, the blue one. Wear. Oh yeah, I do a blue one. I feel like oh, she would wear that. She would wear. <laughs> but she would wear it with like a bra, you know.
0: Oh yeah, I could do that. Could <laughs> for sure, I could do that. And I could get the lip injections that I've wanted for so long. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> no, okay. Get <laughs> out of here. Okay, won't be getting lip injections. No bangs, no <laughs> lip <laughs> Okay, well, so we got to update you on Nickyanka Watch 2K19. So, like, oh yeah, let me pull up the Instagram. Wait, oh. Start it?
1: It. oh my god, they're doing too much good stuff. It's hard to keep up. They, it, it really is. If you look at TARS and my
0: message history <laughs> on literally every social media platform, <laughs> it's just about them because they are hard to keep up with. <laughs> um. Basically, so for those of you who are Hindu or have friends who are Hindu, you may have heard of the holiday called Karva which, which I is, had not. To be fair, so basically, how do we sum up what this holiday is? It's it's a Hindu anti-feminist. It's yeah, it's like <laughs> that's yeah, my take on it too, our take on it. But it's basically like a Hindu festival where. There's some, like, historical, like, significance to some of it, but essentially how it's, like, conducted now is that women fast from moonrise to sunrise for their husbands on one particular day in, like, the lunar calendar in the fall. And it's you fast for, like, the longevity of your husband, essentially. The, like, if you have to, like, the underlying, like, theme of it is, like, wives, like, sacrificing, like, intake, food intake for a day for their husbands to live a long life.
1: And there's no Which, reciprocal. There is no reciprocal holiday, like at all. So it's also um, not just a North Indian thing because in South India we were talking about this, but um, there's like a a thing where like South Indian wives are supposed to wear toe rings on mm, their um, yes, yes toes, yes, yes. and they're really uncomfortable, like metal, like round things but like every time you press into the floor it's supposed to extend the length of your husband's life so they like press into your skin it's like it's like kind of like torturey it's i mean it's not i'm sure that yeah that's like the point it's like it's supposed to be like the pain is like making your husband live longer or something
0: yeah it's like there's literally nothing done for them in reciprocity like that's sucks
1: what about their lives don't they get to live long? I remember reading something about it
0: because I was super like I just didn't know much about the holiday but there was this one op-ed that I saw somewhere that was like this is actually like a really like empowering holiday because like a lot of women in like uh villages who are like primarily focused on like housework and chores and stuff they're like given a day of reprieve like to not eat to not eat (laughs) And then, like, further serve their husbands. And then, like, can you imagine, like, the pressure that that comes with, too? It's, like, if you don't fast, like, your husband's going to die. Like, that guilt is on you. That brings up a whole other can of worms with, like, mental health and, like, agency and just women not being able to, like, do what they want. It's horrible. So, anyways, the reason we're talking about this is because Priyanka Chopra celebrated Carvachos. Can
1: you read the caption? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> this caption, let's just say that it's been heavily memed. Like, it's all over Subtle Curry Traits because I think everyone found it ridiculous. So Nick posted a picture on Carvajot because Priyanka like, got all dolled up, like had the bangles on and stuff, and then he posts a picture of the two of them together. <laughs> My wife is Indian. She is Hindu and she is incredible in every way. <laughs> She's taught me so much about her culture and religion. I love and admire her so much. And as you can see, we have fun together. (laughs) Happy happy Carvatrice to everyone.
1: Oh my god, I can't even. There's so much to unpack there. It's just so much. One, it's not really like a thing you wish people on, right? It's like... I don't think so. Happy my long life to you too.
0: (laughs) And it's like, it doesn't explain what Karva chose is, if that's what his goal was, by saying she's Indian and Hindu, which just sounds like... And I like her anyway. Yeah, right? She's like, yeah, that's what it sounded like. It's like, I'm like... She's Hindu and Indian, and despite that, I love her. And as you can see, we have fun together. Anyways, so I think that was the whole thing Is generally very problematic. <laughs> that wasn't clear already.
1: <laughs> they, it's just, like, add it to the list of things that they're perpetuating that they totally didn't need to, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, for some exactly. reason, she's taken all the, like, submissive parts of Indian culture and women's place in Indian society and brought them to her Western union. Like, I don't know. I mean... I don't know. Yeah, it's... <laughs>
0: I mean, but this is this is who she is like this yeah is, i know the first few times it happened i was like whatever like maybe this is just like you know lost in translation a little <laughs> bit or something odd but nope this is who she is she loves this kind of thing so cool good job priyanka promoting toxic gender roles yeah once, once again once
1: again um, I think like the whole thing with tradition is such a slippery slope though like yeah tradition is so steeped in like sexist practices yeah
0: oh yeah oh yeah and like i don't know and gay marriage is not legal in India but like it probably will be one day and then like are we still going to be like calling karva like just fasting for your husband like no of course it's so heteronormative like Yeah, that I don't know. It's just it doesn't take into account how like the world changes at all. So I don't think it's fair to chalk things up to tradition really ever. Yeah, especially when they're toxic.
1: I think it's true for all religions, but I think I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that there are like Christian influencers that promote similar things. I just. Oh, yeah,
0: for sure. There, in Hinduism, there is a lot of. Like, gender does play a huge part into a lot of. I don't know. I feel like culture and religion in some societies is like inseparable, you know? Yeah. And it's important, if you're the face of a religion, maybe to,
1: you know, promote good kinds of change. That's the thing. It's like, it's, again, it's like the. If there's only one of you, you have a deeper responsibility problem. Uh, I wish Deepika would get big in the U.S. I feel like she's do you more think, woke. Do you think she fasted for Ranveer Singh? It's a good question.
0: I don't think so. I feel like no. Well, so that was one thing they did, um, which I think was very interesting. Like, to talk about. I'm glad we spent time talking about it. But other things. Um, yeah. YouTube, for some reason, was suggesting a lot of Krenka Chopra's old songs to me last week. And then I went through the comments on some of them, and everyone was like, why is YouTube suggesting this to me now? <laughs> Which, oh, I am suspicious. Because like, she, she has do a have partnership that, like, with them. She's a partnership with them. Yeah. And they're from, like, 2014. Truly, like, garbage music. And... Uh, music videos but this one that i watched i can't make you love me has milo Ventimiglia in it which like if you watch that I makes me
1: judge of... him a lot
0: yeah it's <laughs> a big deal now i mean like pitbull was one thing this, he's a pitbull would make a music actor. video with us if <laughs> oh my god pitbull hit us up um, <laughs> but yeah the milo Ventimiglia is in this music video and it burned my eyes and ears, so...
1: Who do you think it's about, I Can't Make You Love Me?
0: Shire Khan? Khan, yeah.
1: Duh. Mm. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Solved it. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh my god, I love <laughs> this topic title.
0: Okay, so this is our main event.
1: Um, so this is kind of, like I've said, a continuation of our white savior conversation, and also a continuation of our colonization conversation and our royals conversation and the topic is you guessed it Megan and Harry go to Africa (laughs) (laughs) which is um what we're going to be talking about um caveat is we are not of African descent obviously so we can't really speak to um that experience but we still want to call out problematic appropriation of other cultures and yeah continents when we see it
0: exactly,
1: exactly um which like hit us up if you are like of african descent or if you're a black american and you feel like this isn't problematic Yeah, we would love to hear it's that a- we but would from our perspective projecting yes. our own experiences of being like a- wildly appropriated by the british yeah. in india uh this felt weird
0: yeah exactly and so we basically were enlightened to this topic because it's been kind of all over the royal like social media right now um and in like people magazine uh, the coverage of their Trip, which was kind of, it was a long trip, like right? a couple week trip. To, yeah, it was like kind of a PR
1: stunt thing, too. It was PR, yeah.
0: And they did meet with like cool people. They met with like Desmond Tutu. Yeah. Um, they went to South Africa. We should we should also disclaimer this. Like, when we say Africa, I think we're being like ironic because this is literally how everyone talks about Africa.
1: <laughs> um, they went to specifically South Africa, I think. <laughs> but Harry talks about Africa yeah. like it's yeah. like... A personal oh, country that he has spent a lot of time yeah. in. Okay, so let's just let's just dive into this. Okay,
0: so this article that we that kind of prompted the discussion was in People Magazine. Um, the title of the article is "Prince Harry Says his Son found, Archie Found His Voice in Africa." <laughs> I don't think he can talk yet. <laughs> he definitely cannot talk yet. Uh, he's. Literally less than 200 days old, but (laughs) um, he went on. He accompanied Meghan and Harry on this like humanitarian trip, which this article definitely makes note of. Is more than just their first humanitarian trip in the early days of their courtship. They like went to Lesotho together, which is where Harry um, grew went to as a kid. In with his mom and stuff. It's like a second home to him. Which also, if you watch the Lifetime movie about, uh, not just Will and Kate, but Harry and Meghan. Have you watched it yet, Tars?
1: The Harry and Meghan one?
0: Yeah. Didn't we watch
1: it together? No, we didn't. I haven't seen it.
0: We didn't. Um, it's a big part of it. Oh, really? That's where she falls in love with him, according to Lifetime. Because...
1: Was she, she... not in love with him when she went on this trip to Africa? No,
0: she was <laughs> doubtful. And then he, like... Has this like relationship with this young African orphan. Oh god. Yeah. Anyways. So. <laughs> okay. Where do we even start with this? Okay. So basically, in the article, like, it essentially is what they mean by the article is clickbaity, but Archie apparently started talking or like started making noises. Oh, he did after. start talking? Probably because he was on a plane, not because he like realized he was in a different continent because once again he's not even half a year old yet but um <laughs> then they kind of interviewed both Megan and Harry about like the importance of Africa to them and I think Megan she does a huge disservice to an entire continent by like referring to the entire continent as just like Africa when they're like not going to every country in Africa, not acknowledging that like the problems in Ghana are different from the problems in South Africa. They're not the same issues, right? And then also, um, just kind of like reinforcing the like royal family's commitment to serving Africa. Like,
1: oh god, this is
0: a place. Let's look, keep in mind the history here is that the British colonized like most of the continent with other European countries and
1: the and messed everything up and they
0: messed everything up like yeah sure whatever they gave them roads and infrastructure and stuff but then like just like when colonization ended just like abandoned them without cleaning up their own mess created deeper problems for many countries to solve and then now when harry talks about it it's so clear that he's like he does not understand what the situation is really anywhere in the continent um, I feel like we just have to read what he said.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Harry's just basically like... They ask him basically like, do you think you could live in Africa? Which also like, who... like <sighs> Where? <laughs> what journalist wants to know this? And for what reason? Because <laughs> Megan's black? Like, <laughs> what is the reasoning there? Or maybe it's because, maybe like rightfully so, they thought that because they talk about Africa. So all the freaking time. Also, um,
1: sorry, but they yeah. were in South Africa, which is also where I was earlier this year. And this like... Okay, I mean, it's incredible. This is what Megan said. She's never been to, quote-unquote, this part of Africa. I mean, it's incredible. It's rich in history, but also just the optimism, the hope that you feel. I mean, it's just so key because there's still so much to overcome and at the same time to actively push towards. I think it's a really inspiring place to be able to be for the first place for our family on a trip like this to bring our baby. I strongly disagree with the sentiment amongst the actual people who are living in South Africa. It is not a place of optimism. It is a place that is, like, been ruined by the british essentially like it was it was yeah. like destroyed had years and years of horrible horrible racism that's still so prevalent today and the prevailing thing is not optimism it's like hopelessness it's like yeah. this system has been ruined beyond our repair and we and black people and color people are still suffering for it Right. And I think and that that's just like so glosses, naive for her to like yeah, gloss, gloss over, over that. Yeah. Exactly. It's like more harmful, it. actually.
0: Yeah. I expected better from her, also.
1: Um,
0: then Harry, also, about the trip, he says, they ask me like, do you think you could live there? And he says, I don't know where we could live in Africa at the moment. We just came from Cape Town. That would be an amazing place to base ourselves. Of course it would. But with all the problems that are going on there, I just don't see how we'd be able to really make much as much of a difference as we'd want to without the issues and judgment of how we would be with those surroundings. What? Like, what? Okay. What does that and then mean? He, he goes on. It's a very hard place to live when you know what's going on, and then you're sort of again slightly disconnected from it. Cause you're white. Cause you're white, and it's just just not your place. And then also, like, who do you think you are? You know what I mean?
1: So, what is your thing with Africa then? If it's like too hard to actually like deal with, like, what are you? Yeah, what you're saying that
0: it's like not good enough. He calls, but then he goes on to call it his second home. The entire the continent. It's his second home.
1: Um. Also, it's just so... Okay, this is, like, should be the poster, like, quote for white saviorism. The rest of our lives, especially for our lives work, will be predominantly focused on Africa, on conservation. There are 19 more countries across this continent. There's a lot of things to be done. A lot of problems here.
0: I like how he, then he, like, tries to justify his love for Africa with, like, the loss of his mother and how, like, going to Africa, like, helped him cope with it.
1: That's what Will said about India, too. It was, like, about the Taj, remember? Taj
0: Mahal. When he goes to Taj Mahal, he's literally like, this is, like, a tribute to my mother. (laughs) And it's like, no,
1: No. it's not.
0: (laughs) Like, your mother had literally nothing to do with the Taj Mahal. She went here once. Yeah, she came there once, so. Oh, it's just so, like, tone-deaf delusional. (sighs) Yeah, I just, I don't understand what the, like, The obsession is. It's very. It's just. It's echoes more themes of white saviorism. Um,
1: Didn't Will and Kate also do a thing in Africa?
0: Yeah, if you watch the Lifetime movie about their relationship. (laughs) uh, Remember times we watched that
1: together? Yeah, we did watch that together.
0: (laughs) Um, They have like this like deep underlying love for Africa. And it's like the same thing that this Lifetime movie does about um, Meghan and Harry, which I don't know how true it is, but basically like. Everything is, like, in disarray and, like, nothing is clear. And then you go to Africa and then suddenly everything becomes clear. And it's, like, they use this entire continent as, like, a vessel for solving their problems. And, like, it saves them. It's, like, the same way how, like, we talked about Michelle Williams last week, like, going to India and having this, like, life-changing spiritual experience. like, this entire continent is not here to make you feel better about your life. Yeah. It's not here for you to, like, do public acts of service and like look like a humanitarian like agreed own up to your actions own up to your ancestors actions which like there's no ownership of anything here and then stop generalizing about an entire continent he says he talks about problems so vaguely like specifically say what the problems are like if you're focusing on conservation like talk about that if you're talking about racism like say specifically name it call the problem by a name like he can't even do that because he does not understand what's going on.
1: Also, like, yeah. I also find it really weird that, like, the context of their relationship is all about how they, like, bonded over Africa. Like, it was, like, they got, like, really close because they bonded over their, like, love of Africa or something. Which, like, I mean, she's a half-black woman. I'm sure that, like, Africa does have, like, or I would assume that Africa has some sort of meaning to her. Yeah, yeah. But also, the quote that they use in this article is, like, Megan has ties to Africa as well. In 2016, she became the global ambassador for World Vision Canada, and one time she traveled to Rwanda for the clean water campaign. Like,
0: what? This is so... Okay, this is also People Magazine's fault, and I think, like, generally, like, the coverage of this has been by outlets that don't understand either what's going on, don't understand that Africa is not a country, like... This is just, like, so many layers of problematic BS on yeah. each other that I don't even know how we'd, like, unpack all of it.
1: I know. I mean, we talked about it in our last Royals episode. Like, Megan actually has the power to, like, she's a smart woman. She went to Northwestern. She, like, is, like, well-educated. I'm sure she, like, has a deeper understanding of some of these issues and cares about them talk about it, like, use this yeah. platform to actually have real conversations about it. Don't turn it into, like, you're a prop in your husband's white savior narrative. Right, like, exactly. I so
0: agree with that. I do, And I think we talked about it, too, that we feel bad for her because she's been put in this role where she, like, literally cannot, like, live her life anymore. They're using her as a prop uh-huh. to divert from, like, other, like, super egregious things happening, like the whole Prince Andrew thing. I remember, like, with the Jeffrey Epstein, Prince Andrew involvement, they basically used Meghan as, like, a prop to cover that up by, like, distract, yeah, like, to detract the press away from Prince Andrew, and so I feel bad for her in that regard, but, like, I also think she could do better in this situation.
1: Yeah, I also don't love how this whole Africa, what is it called? Their documentary is called, like, Harry and Meghan, an African African Journey. journey. I would which,
0: love to watch that and see, like, actually, where do they go in Africa? Like,
1: is it just like, is it Cape so, Town? <laughs> is it so hard to just like specify where, where they're going? I don't a understand in South Africa. Uh, um, yeah, but I really hate that this is like a PR stunt. Like, this whole yeah. thing is a PR stunt. Yeah, but they're yeah. using Africa as a PR stunt. Yeah, to yeah. help their image, which is not so good. It's not so good. Also, poor Archie. <laughs> First of all, he's named Archie. Second of all, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's already think, a prop, so. too. Should we do a really quick We're hot day? take? Okay,
0: finally, hot takes. Hot, hot takes.
1: takes.
0: Hot takes are the last part of our episode. Also, another favorite part of our episode. <laughs> um, Tars, what's the hot take this
1: week? Okay, the hot take this week is short and simple. It's Halloween today when we're recording this, and this is just a general PSA. It will be too late, probably, but if you're going to a belated Halloween party, cultures are not costumes. They just aren't. Not you all costume. know that, I'm sure, but I don't want to see any Indian clothes as a costume. I don't want to see any, like, Native headdresses Native as American, costumes. Nope. None of no, that. No, no
0: sombreros. It's offensive. It makes
1: people who are part of that culture feel... Like, less than human. Yeah. They could be just like turned into an accessory. Yes, exactly. So,
0: yeah. Don't Don't do it, it, guys. Don't do it, guys. I trust our fans. Our fans are the best. Obviously, they know this. But if you were thinking it, we just wanted to say it. So, thanks for listening, guys. That's our episode. That's our episode.
1: We will see you very soon. Bye.